0: And you're
1: invited too! Good morning. Welcome to Saturday morning obscurities. I'm your co-host and sister Melissa.
0: I'm your co-host and brother Jams.
1: Welcome to the show. This is where we talk about obscure old kids' shows you feel like only you remember.
0: How are you doing, Mel? Dude.
1: <laughs> I'm doing good. I don't think I've hosted an episode in a while, so I took a second to think if I'm supposed to say anything else after that.
0: <laughs> That's fine. It's, we kind of record these. Something always seems to come up, so we don't record them every week. We record them, like, mm. every week and a half, which yeah. is just enough time for us right. to forget what we're doing. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: But you know, it's it's freeform. We're playing jazz over here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's all about the podcast you don't record when it comes to
1: jazz. (laughs) It's about the opening spiel that you don't say.
0: Exactly. Uh, Welcome to our first segment where we talk about anything new we've been watching or enjoying. Uh, What's new Scooby-Doo with you, Mel? Uh,
1: In a first for the show, I would Mm -hmm. like to cede my time to the, the show we are talking about as the main topic of the episode. I'd like to have five extra minutes to talk about that thing instead of anything else that's been going on in my life. But you are allowed your turn.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show yet. Did I tell you about the Digimon game I started playing?
1: I'm sure you did once.
0: Once? (laughs) Have I done it on the show?
1: I don't know. I don't know if it was on a recording or not.
0: Well, regardless... I've been playing this uh, Digimon game for about a month now called, mm. uh, it's the prequel to a game. So the full title is Digimon Cyber Sleuth uh, Hacker's Memory, I think is the full title. Uh, and it's a prequel to Digimon Cyber Sleuth, the first game. Okay. And it's it's just kind of like a fun raising Digimon, solving digital crime kind of game. Ugh. You play as, like, a hacker, like, a teenage hacker who gets his VR identity stolen in a world where everyone has a VR identity. It's oh. kind of, like, akin to having, like, a checking account or, like, having, like, a social security. You yeah. You your VR avatar. And his account got stolen. So he kind of tries to track down the hacker by becoming a hacker. Mm. And ends up teaming up with this uh, hacking team called Hudi. Uh, which is Chinese for butterfly, I think, is how okay. they explained it in the game.
1: Okay, and I was trying it's... to work back if that was some sort of acronym <laughs> and what it could possibly no.
0: be. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like, it, it, I'm like, there's 20 chapters in this game. I've been playing it for a month and I'm on like chapter like 11 or 12, I think. Mm. Like, it is very long and I'm super down for that because for the Digimon aspect of this, you hack with Digimon, like, they're, your, like, your tools, and, like, but, like, you know Digimon, so, like, they're actually alive, and everyone's like, oh, these things actually live and breathe and, like, have emotions and personalities. Why? Uh, and, you, and you can just, like, collect Digimon and, like, raise them and, like, Digivolve them, and the game, I'm playing it on Switch, and the game runs when my Switch isn't turned on. So it's okay. I've been playing it for 500 hours, but... <laughs> Uh, but not really. And it also it's kind of kind of reflects that in raising your Digimon because they can like level up when you're not looking. So my oh, you missed its I first feel like steps. I, buttoned... <laughs> I did. but of
1: rock just the other day came to the world in the usual way.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I could go on and on about this game. Uh TLDR, I I'm really enjoying this Digimon game. Uh, and it's got me invested into more Digimon. I've been I watching love the Digimon. Try movies. Digimon is so good.
1: I, I I did not engage with Digimon beyond uh, Tamers. So I clocked out of Digimon by like the year two thousand and two. But all the Digimon I did enjoy mm-hmm. in those initial years of the anime, I still have very fond memories of.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Since Tamers there was digimon frontier and then i think i don't know if this is an order but like digimon data squad there was another one but i can't remember it there there were a lot of digimon there's a whole season that you can't find and i think it's data squad uh oh but yeah but yeah i've been just enjoying digimon i actually ordered some of the training cards the other day so nice
1: those are popular
0: yeah they are they're really expensive right now but i found a uh a little starter deck that's not that expensive.
1: Cool. That sounds yeah, fun. I'm, I'm in
0: Digimon World over here.
1: Yeah. The digital world. Mm-hmm. You and all those black spires. <laughs> uh, the show we're covering today is something I'm very excited about. This is a more recent show. This is a show I started watching in college and really liked. I'm excited to share it with people. This is the Looney Tunes show. This aired uh, on Cartoon Network from 2011 to 2014. Not taking all your facts, Jams. I just wanted to offer that to the people as some initial context. And It's, it's it your is... show.
0: You can read the facts if you want.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. Well, it aired in those years with 52 episodes produced by, of course, Warner Brothers Animation. These are their flagship stars. You have here written by. Uh, you have here written down created by Sam Register. This yeah, show was you, produced. Hmm?
0: You might know Sam Register as also the creator of Hi Hi Puffy Ami Yumi.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. I knew I knew I'd read that name somewhere before. The show was also produced by I believe their names are Spike Brandt and Tony Cervone, who were mm-hmm. the producers of Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated which was airing on Cartoon Network at this same time, and which is, in my book, the best Scooby-Doo incarnation. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. It's it's up there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Looney Tunes show is all the characters you remember, uh, just in a sitcom. Like, it's Bugs and Daffy in a wacky, mismatched, mismatched roommate sitcom, which sounds super corny, and it kind of is at first, but it grew into being its own thing. And it, it it's funny. I think this is a really good show.
0: Yeah. No, I told my coworker that we were watching this and she's like, yeah, that's just a great show. I love that show. So mm-hmm. it, it's got fame behind it.
1: It's pretty solid comedy writing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the voice actors that are all... Sorry. The voice actors that are in it are, you know, all of the popular ones that you know. We have Rob Paulson, Maurice LaMarche, Mm -hmm. people that have been doing Bugs, Jeff Bergman, Porky Pig, Bob Bergen, and, but you also have, like, Kristen Wiig as Lola Bunny, uh, Mm -hmm. Fred Armisen as Speedy Gonzalez, and, like, a bunch of other. I would actually recommend going to IMDb and looking this up, because this is, like, a, a very big show, so, like. Billy West as Elmer Fudd, Jim Cummings yeah. as Taz. There's a lot of names attached to this project.
1: Yeah, a lot. Like you said, a lot of voice actor classics. June Foray still playing Granny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and she you does know, a some... great Granny voice. Yeah, I think that it's been her the whole time. <laughs> I think she goes all just... the way back to like the 50s.
0: I just took a note in my in my notes while I was watching. Like this, whoever does Granny is a great Granny. I don't know if they're <laughs> a real Granny. But it's a good grandmother.
1: <laughs> yeah, not, not sure if this is a true grandmother. Yeah. I'm not sure if Granny's a true grandmother. We never see if she has any human family.
0: We don't, do we?
1: It's right. Like there there's the only humans are her, Elmer Fudd, and Yosemite Sam. Which Hazel yeah. may be a human. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I don't believe any of those characters are related to each other.
0: No, I don't. I don't. I don't think they might all go to like brunch on Sunday. But
1: yes, you know, like they're in a book club. But I don't. I don't know if there's any blood relations.
0: No, no blood in this this show. <laughs> the kids show. Uh, yeah, this originally aired on Cartoon Network, and the adaptations. There were two uh, musical albums released for the show uh nice called songs from the looney tune show season one and season two
1: yeah the uh it's a sitcom like i said but in most episodes they take a break somewhere in the middle to do a merry melody harkening back yeah. to the original history of looney tunes and this is like a short funny little music video embedded into the episode uh, often with nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Like episode one of the show is about Bugs and Daffy going on a a game show like the newlywed game, but instead you're answering questions about who your best friend, and it's proving like we've lived together all this time and we barely know each other. Uh, mm. And the music video it breaks for in that episode is just Elmer Fudd singing an R&B slow jam love song about how much he loves grilled cheese which is not part of Elmer Fudd canon <laughs> as far as i know they just decided I mean, well this elmer it fudd is now. Yeah, this Elmer Fudd he is the town newscaster he's the Kent Brockman of the show Yeah <laughs> He loves girl cheese
0: Good for him on working past his uh his uh his speech pattern to do, to become like a tv personality
1: <laughs> I, I they've reinvented a lot of characters in interesting ways in this show
0: hmm so uh before we get into the episodes we usually watch the tv show intro along with you we'll sync it down with you so it'll run under the show you can also watch it with us uh i think this is maybe the shortest intro we've ever done for this podcast
1: yeah it <laughs> you can start playing it whenever would you like to sure
0: uh for for jams editing in the future uh it's about 18 seconds and i'm hitting play in three Two, one, play.
1: And it's just, it's this really fun, upbeat version of the Looney Tunes theme, and it just shows you the characters and writes their names. Yep. <laughs> but it's promising. It shows you all the faces you know, you know, n- n- newer faces like Lola Bunny, who aren't very deep into Looney Tunes history as it goes, and certain new yeah. characters you're gonna get to know, like Tina Russo.
0: Yeah, I, is she unique to this show?
1: I had never encountered her before or since. So she very well may be.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I just have this paused on all the characters. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot of these characters that I recognize from Looney Tunes proper, but a lot of these, I mean, it, it peters them off into the distance and I can't really tell who <laughs> these characters are, but
1: yes, yeah, it's all your favorites. Hmm. Elmer Fudd's missing his hat. That's weird. Well, I guess he doesn't need it now that he's no longer a a a hunter. He's a a newscaster. But from the from the neck down, it looks like he's wearing his regular clothes in this group shot. So I don't know. Maybe this is early concept art where they hadn't decided. You know what makes sense? Elmer Fudd. He's our newscaster.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Also, there's just like, who's this big guy in the background?
1: Oh, he's some like, like, he's just some brute who like threatens Bugs Bunny in some cartoon. I don't. I don't really remember.
0: He just looks like the Big Show. (laughs) Like, also starring the Big Show, Looney Tunes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like how Scooby-Doo meets the WWE.
0: Yeah, exactly. The uh, WrestleMania mystery.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mentioned that uh, Bugs and Daffy are these mismatched roommates. I want to set a little bit more of the scene. It's set in modern-day Los Angeles. (laughs) And Bugs, uh, we find out in one episode that he made a fortune inventing the carrot peeler, and he's just basically retired. Oh. Like, he just lives in this big house uh, off of all this money and just sort of lives like a chill bachelor life, and Daffy is his frantic, unhelpful roommate. And also, Speedy Gonzalez lives in a mouse hole in their house like how Winslow lives with cat dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He also runs, like, two businesses in town.
1: <laughs> he, he does. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah. We watched the episodes, uh, season one, episode 22, Beauty School. Uh, season two, episode four, Rebel Without a Glove. And season two, episode 12, Dear John. These are the three best episodes that I could remember.
0: I, I was wondering if you pick these based on... Being favorites or being memorable
1: ones—both. I remember my favorites.
0: <laughs> I considered all these options and chose these.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I, uh, I, I really enjoyed these. Uh, the I realized when I was taking notes, like, oh, this is like most of like the things we take notes on are cartoons where characters like are faced with a problem, they solve the problem. They fight, and then that fight lasts, like, five minutes, and then they end. Yeah. So, like, our notes are pretty simplified, but when it comes to this, this is, like, a full sitcom, so. Yes. There's a lot of story beats
1: that mean something.
0: Yeah, we're going to try and not go too beat by beat to make this a long episode, but we'll we'll see what happens.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in beauty school, this starts with Porky showing up to Bugs and Daffy's house. And he asks them, like, hey, do you guys want to hang out? And both of them say no. They've got something else to do. And Porky d- d- apparently has nothing else to do. He's lonely. And he looks at the mirror and he starts talking himself in the mirror like, well, do you want to go out? Where would you like to eat for dinner?
0: <laughs> yeah, he has this, like, full conversation. And Bugs like walks in, like, "Hey, I'm about to." Oh, oh! And he just kind of like walks behind him and out the door.
1: Mm-hmm. There's, there's a him in their house. Yeah, there's a moment of like true existential crisis with with Porky just staring at himself in the mirror and deciding, "I will be my own company." <laughs> That's the, a lot of these episodes have got like a, a jokey cold open like that. And that's this mm-hmm. one. It's not super related to the actual plot. The actual plot is that uh, Daffy has a girlfriend. Her name is Tina Russo. She is another duck. She's a, a, a tough New York accent. She's great.
0: Yeah. I like her a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, she works at the local Kinko is basically she works at the copy hut and she's complaining to daffy how like she wants the assistant manager job but some other guy like she knows he's gonna get it and he's not even that qualified and she's frustrated with her job and she's like you know what i think i want to quit i think i want to do a, a, a change of pace get something else under my belt try a new career i think i should go to beauty school my sister went to beauty school and it's done really well for her
0: yeah and and he's she's explaining this and he's just kind of, like, not paying attention and just, like, repeating the last word she says.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Beauty school, yeah.
0: Beauty school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this <laughs> oh, was
1: Brian. The, classic Brian.
0: This was the point in my notes where I realized that a human came up and took their order. And I'm like, oh, they live in a world with people. Yeah, well, there's I plenty wrote, of people. And then I wrote down the note, would Looney Tunes be too powerful if they just kept creating animal characters? <laughs>
1: What do you mean?
0: I mean, (laughs) like, if they just kept creating marketable animal characters that keep making merch for, six flags could become 12 flags.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) You're saying the world can't sustain another merchandising power on the level of Tweety Bird.
0: Perhaps, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is why
1: we've continued to see the same characters over and over again for 70 years. Like, we yeah. can't have any more. We have to keep them at they bay. Had...
0: <laughs> what if I had uh, Gary the giraffe airbrushed on your t shirt at the beach?
1: Mm, with a sassy this saying. A...
0: This is an alternate world where they just kept going. <laughs> God, they
1: yeah, like they made Lola and then they they have pretty much stopped. Unfortunately, they didn't put Tina Russo on a bunch of Six Flags merchandise. Otherwise, I would have bought it.
0: Was Lola the last uh, incoming character?
1: The last incoming major character, you know, that's like had a lasting presence. I've never seen anybody put a Monstar on anything uh, outside of the year Looney uh, Tunes, the year that Space Jam was released. There's no throwback Monstar merchandise that I have seen.
0: That's a damn shame that the Monstars didn't get for being yeah. having a movie being half about them like yeah, not getting any merchandise.
1: Like maybe you'll see a, like a jersey that says Monstars on it, but there you can't buy like little plushies of them.
0: I would like to. I w- I kind of would like a little plushie of the greasy manager.
1: <laughs> the greasy manager. Squeeze him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not a bad idea. We'll s- we'll see where the year takes us.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So so yeah. Tina's explaining about beauty school, and mm-hmm. she eventually in- just says, she eventually just says, "Do you think I should do it?" And then Daffy like, like turns and like takes her hand. And is like I'm your boyfriend, and I'll support you in whatever you do in any endeavor. And then he just motions towards the check. Yeah, <laughs> the check. At first, I'm like, "Oh, okay, he's not listening, but he's still very supportive." Uh, Yeah, but he's not.
1: (laughs) And then later, she shows up at his and Bugs's house, and she's carrying like a wig head. And he he opens the door and sees her, and he's like, "I knew you were angry, but I didn't think you'd resort to murder."
0: Where's the She's body? Like, no, I'm going to help you hide yeah. it. I'll do what I got.
1: <laughs> right. He's like, I'm da- I am will help you hide a body. I am a good boyfriend, at least in that regard. <laughs> She's like, no, it's yeah. a wig head. I did sign up for beauty school. I, I have trouble getting this done. And he tries to help her with the project. And it turns out Daffy is a natural at cutting hair.
0: Yeah, I love. <laughs> I love this trope where a character mm. that doesn't want to do something is amazing at the thing they don't want to do. Yeah. Where Daffy is just like suddenly just kind of cutting a perfect bob. He's like mm-hmm. anyone could do this. I don't I don't understand why you're having a hard time <laughs> with this. This is super easy.
1: Yeah. That's happening. Also, we saw a scene where Porky goes to, Speedy owns a local restaurant called Pizzeria that characters are frequently hanging out at and Porky's there talking about how lonely he is and Speedy's like, oh, I teach a dance class upstairs every week. You should come, you can get to know people. And so Porky's going to do this, but it turns out that the class requires you to show up with your own dance partner. So there's a scene where he calls Bugs uh, and bugs is I, driving somewhere in his car with lola who is his girlfriend I, in this series
0: i really like the scene of the of lola and bugs in the car because bugs answers the phone while he's driving and he just takes like a bluetooth and clips it to the top of like his rabbit <laughs> ear he doesn't the put top. it on the side of his head cuz his ears are on the top of his head and it I just don't clips think, it like, there think <laughs> like
1: but I don't think the part of your ear that does the ear stuff is at the top of it if you're a rabbit. It's like at the part attached to your head. Like, I yeah, think he, you're... He,
0: he clips it to the <laughs> side, I think. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. But and he's he's ha- so, he's
1: ha- so many places to clip it.
0: <laughs> so he's having this conversation and Lola is just kind of sitting there like waiting for him to like keep talking to her. And instead, he's talking to Porky and everything he's repeating to Porky or everything he's responding to Porky with, Lola is repeating and just like, you, you said what? Who's going to this? You're you're going to help who? You? What? What's happening? For the entire conversation. it's It starts out as a good bit and it ends up a great bit.
1: <laughs> and it starts, it seems like they're on a date night and, and Bugs is saying, what do you want to see? And Lola says, aliens. And Bugs says, isn't that an old movie? And she says, it's a movie (laughs) Lola in the show is not like the Lola from space jam. She's not this like (laughs) femme fatale basketball player. She's, it seems like maybe they started with like dumb blonde as the starting point, but they've moved her to this place where it's like, isn't that she's dumb. It's that she just lives on another level. (laughs) Like she processes information in such an odd way.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. She's she's kind of like, like kind of ditzy, but like mm-hmm. just big, like Fimbo energy. Uh, yes. But yeah, you're right. She just kind of processes uh, the world differently than the rest of us.
1: Like there's some bit in one of these episodes, I forget where it is, where she's talking to Speedy and she's like, hey, Speedy, what's the, the Spanish word for taco? And he's like, it's taco. She's like, oh, really? Well, what, what about burrito? And he's like, it's burrito just like wow Spanish and English are the same language (laughs) (laughs) and she's like later she's like Porky would you like a glass of water or as they say in Spanish a glass of water
0: (laughs) (laughs) this show is good writing on it
1: right and like even the stuff like that is feels a little old it's sort of like familiar old and like Mm. the, the voice acting's really strong like Kristen Wiig is doing such a good performance in this show. I think it's her finest role.
0: It's it's ridiculous that Kristen Wiig, who is a fantastic actress right now, was in like when when did this come out? 2011 was uh doing a Cartoon Network show like for the full series and not as Mm -hmm. a guest star like she would be now.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so Bugs has agreed that he will be Porky's dance partner for this dance class. And later we see him and Daffy at home and Daffy has put the wig, so he's agreed. Like, I'll just do all of Tina's hair cutting homework for her, since I'm way better at it than she is. And you yeah. see him cutting a wig on Bugs's head, and Bugs is like, "Why are we doing this?" And Daffy's like, "I have to see how the hair moves on an actual head. I can't cut it on just like a mannequin head."
0: Yeah. And then he, uh, it, he asks him, like, "Stand up for me." I can't look at this hair on like this boring body and like puts like a sash around the smock he's wearing. Yeah, uh, and turns it into like a little like dress. And he's and he's he does all this stuff to make it look like the hair good. And he's like, mm-hmm. "You're such an ugly woman."
1: <laughs> but that haircut's and, got class.
0: <laughs> that's what that's what the line is. Uh, and yeah. After That everyone every time everyone sees bugs in the dress, they're like, "What an ugly woman!" And at one point, bugs is like. Why does everyone keep saying that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like it's uh, this episode has got a little bit of some old fashioned uh, gendered humor that isn't, uh, you know, the most up to date thing. But I do think it's interesting. The books is like, I think I look beautiful. I don't understand why no one else thinks I look beautiful. And I've been thinking lately. I think that society's consensus and i may be mistaking one line in wayne's world for the voice of the entire world but we all agree that bugs dressed as a lady is good looking right
0: yeah yeah society would dictate that that is a beautiful woman
1: right regardless like, it of, works of
0: opinion and gender
1: Right, yeah, like, it, it always works in every cartoon where he did it, and, you know, like I was mentioning, there's some bit in, like, Wayne's World where Garth confesses that, he's like, did you ever think Bugs Bunny was pretty when he dressed up like a lady, clearly indicating that he thought so? And I feel like everyone does, so I don't. it's sort of an odd turn on the head that nobody does in this episode.
0: This would be a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I was going to say, mm-hmm. that would be a good topic for a, uh... I don't know, whatever people make to get their doctorates.
1: Right. It's <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Uh, d- gorgeous? Yes? Yeah. But so he's he he yes. re- he's got this wig on and he's got this dress on and he realizes suddenly, oh my God, I'm late for this dance class I told Porky that I would be there for. So he runs out of the house dressed like that. He doesn't take the time to take the stuff off. And Lola was coming over to see him. She's driving past and she sees What she thinks is this lady rabbit run out of the house and she's like, is Bugs cheating on me? (laughs) and then uh so Bugs goes to the dance class again everybody thinks he's ugly but Speedy thinks he's beautiful Speedy's really complimenting Bugs and Bugs is like oh no I'm I'm Kathy like you are you calling me as a lady ugly would you do so if I was showing up with a female presentation he heightens his voice he's like I'm Kathy I'm Porky's (laughs) dance partner Kathy
0: yeah so yeah at this point the, the dance classes have been going on for a little bit Daffy's been cutting hair for a little bit mm. and he's at the beauty school Daffy is and he's like coming to pick Tina up and yeah she, he walk she walks out and he's like well how do we do and she's like oh it's a C and he's like no I knew I could, I did better I could have done better than that and she's like well we we're missing the Bob uh and he's like well what, what's our next assignment he's she says perm and he's like it's like, well, we could do a perm. I need some hairspray. I need all this, and then he just like takes like the wig head from her. He's like, "I'll, I'll just do this for you. I, I, I got this. I don't yeah, want to like bother he... you with this problem."
1: <laughs> he says, "You know what? This isn't your problem. I'll figure something out."
0: I, I wrote down away. a lot
1: of these dialogue lines verbatim. I like the dialogue in this show.
0: Yeah, I, I wrote down a lot from like the second and third episode we watched.
1: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, I, I want to talk about Daffy's car for a second.
1: Oh, my God, I didn't I meant to set this up at the beginning. I forgot to mention it. Yes, Daffy's car is a VW bus with a parade float on it, and the parade float looks like him.
0: Yeah, and like when I, the car drives, the legs walk.
1: Yeah, I forgot that that needed to be explained.
0: And it yeah, in the three episodes you had us watch, it does it doesn't get explained. But I yeah. did notice that continuity does keep up, like, throughout yeah. the show. So I guess this must have happened earlier in the episodes.
1: I, I think it was in somewhere, like, early in season one, maybe, that he built that float and then just kept driving it.
0: I love when shows do that, where they just keep continuity.
1: Yeah, <laughs> The show's pretty good at that. Lola goes to confront Bugs, and Bugs explains, "No, that you didn't see a woman running out of the house. See, so like, Taffy's helping Tina with her beauty school assignments, and he has to cut the wig on my head. And then he couldn't see the wig without an outfit to go with it. So that's why I was wearing what looked like a dress. And then I told Porky I'd do this. Like he explains everything truthfully, and Lola's like, Bugs." What do you take me for, a fool? Like, there's no way that's what's happening. I'm got, I've am i got my eye on you. Like, she's very suspicious of him.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be watching you. And she is looking at him and tripping on everything all the way back to her car. Like, always mm-hmm. watching, very aware of my surroundings.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, we yeah, find uh, out that, uh... Hmm?
0: I was just gonna say, uh... This is. I think we at some point we find out that Gonzalez is like one finds that uh, this bugs Kathy attractive. Uh, yes. But he, like he's laying it on really thick and like creeping yeah. her out. Uh, mm-hmm. So at that point, like Bugs is like, I don't know if I should go back to like the last dance recital, and at and also at this point, uh, Tina is, is it Tina. Yeah, Tina. Is like I I, I quit the uh, the beauty school thing. I'm going back to copy paste. I got that promotion I wanted.
1: Yeah, and she Daffy's... is now the junior assistant manager. She she's happy with her life.
0: Yeah, and <sighs> Daphne's like, but we were so close. Like your final assignments, like just a few days. Like we could we can finish this. And she's like, I don't want to finish this. I want to do what I'm doing. And why don't you be a beautician? You're clearly much better at it. Yeah, he dons tina disguise and like slathers his feathers to look differently puts on a wig and does look like tina quite a bit yes <laughs> yeah and he sets off to go to the final exam and then we get our first Merry melody
1: oh yeah this is a number again like i said these are never related to the actual episode this is a number called giant robot love where yes. it's like porky asking daffy daffy how do you know when you're in love, what does it feel like? Jaffy <laughs> sings this whole number. It's like, imagine you're like a big robot and you see another big robot and you want to go destroy a town together with that big robot.
0: Yeah, there's there's two <laughs> verses to the song. The first yeah. one is being in love is like being a 700 foot tall robot who can't find love. So they glue 100 cars together go to brunch, and by the end of brunch, you're
1: in love. Right, the, they glue a bunch and, of smaller robots together to make one big, giant robot. And then you take your robot the, out to brunch, and by the end of brunch, you're in love. I remember it now. Yeah.
0: And the, the backing vocal says, find yourself a robot to love. And
1: the, sec-
0: <laughs> and the second verse is, uh, imagine you're a merman looking for love, and you go to the merman mall. And then he says, and you find a female merman uh, working, <laughs> <laughs> working at a kiosk. You flirt with them, and then their dad stabs you with a trident, and now you're dead. And it's like, right. stabs you with a trident, and now you're dead. And that that's the, that's the song, pretty much. It's like, thanks for like, telling me about love.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, I think the term may be mermaid, but Daffy's like, shut up, I'm singing. <laughs> yeah, I did love the phrase female merman, and going to the merman mall.
0: Go to the merman mall.
1: So back in the episode, uh, Daffy is... Uh, disguised as Tina he's he's doing her like New York accent too he's uh he's doing his final like live cut on a volunteer the volunteer happens to be granny and she's like be careful dear my hair is very brittle and he touches the bun on top of her head and it just snaps off (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's how it is
1: and then yeah and then Bugs he is going to the final dance lesson and he's like he's been upping his game like he's like well if i'm going to be kathy kathy needs new dresses like he's got a beautiful salsa dress on and these heels
0: uh while he is like dancing in the final dance and he's trying he's trying to avoid gonzalez this whole time Mm -hmm. and gonzalez just keeps like like, speeding over to where they're dancing and be like hey you look really good what's up how are you doing uh while all that's happening we see lola eating a cupcake on the street and she looks up (laughs) like above the pizza pizzeria, and sees uh kathy dancing with porky and she Mm. has this moment of like oh no bugs's mistress is cheating on him he'll be so sad
1: (laughs) she's cheating on him with porky
0: yeah and then she sees uh gonzalez and she's like wait what's happening and then she scales the building (laughs) she yeah she she climbs up the outside of the building like in up to the window she sees
1: Still eating a cupcake, yeah. Which was a continuation of a joke earlier where she's like following bugs in his car. She's like, I'm tailing him. I am on his trail. Oh my God, a cupcake store. And she pulls into the cupcake store. It, it, seemingly days have passed and she's still driving around <laughs> eating a cupcake.
0: Yeah, she probably bought a lot.
1: Yeah, she she has money.
0: So yeah, she, uh. so Daffy, back to Daffy. Daffy has nailed mm-hmm his uh his what, is, what what, would you call it what did you call it
1: uh his li- his live cut
0: live cut <laughs> he's nailed this live cut granny's hair has never looked better and then Mm-mm. tina walks in to return the wig head yeah and daffy's like so, so yeah <laughs> who who am i you might ask <laughs> it's me, a beautician, and I will take these scissors and cut hair with them. And he does the full monologue. That's a lot longer yeah, than that. Yeah,
1: he says, "My whole life I've been forced to live around ugly people," and he's like, "I discovered the power. I can do it." Yeah, and like he <laughs> tears off his wig. He waves his scissors in his air. And in the air, he's like, "I'm Daffy Duck, and I am a beautician."
0: Yeah. And then I think he ends up getting his little beautician licensed card.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> so he first meets Tina by going into the the co- the copy shop and he orders business cards for himself. And the joke is like, Taffy, you don't have a job. What do they say? And it says like Daffy Duck wizard. <laughs> and yeah, later. That's another
0: continuity think...
1: thing. Yeah. And then later we see his business card and it says Daffy Duck wizard slash cosmetologist.
0: Yeah. I do love that. So yeah, like, mm-hmm. we also get this point where, so Bugs is finally tired of Gonzalez and reveals himself mm-hmm. to be Bugs, not Kathy. Yeah. Uh, and Gonzalez is like, what? How did it go? Uh, he talks about how creepy uh, Gonzalez was being. And he's like, I just wanted to pump you up. You're a very ugly woman. <laughs> and I just wanted to know, let you know you were beautiful because that's what good people do. And then he so runs he's... into his, his mouse hole and sobs into a shrine to Kathy. <laughs>
1: there's a photo of Kathy. Know, and, and like a scenario where he could not have possibly gotten the photo. It's an impossible shot. It's like Kathy in a park somewhere. And there's like a yeah. bouquet of roses and an engagement ring.
0: Poor Gonzalez.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he, he feels about living with bugs after that. They don't return to that plot point, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. So he's and he's revealed Porky. and he's he spots he spots Lola. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Lola and then she falls from the building but lands on her cupcake, so she's fine.
1: Right. And she was looking in the window, watching Bugs like tear the wig off and everything, and she's like, Bugs' mistress is just Bugs in a costume. Oh wait, he he did tell me that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Lola falls from the building and is fine, and she's like, The cupcake broke my fall. Yeah. <laughs> Oh and then Porky he takes the discarded wig, puts it on and looks at himself in the mirror and asks himself with the wig if would you would you like to dance? But then some <laughs> human woman is there who sees him and smiles at him and he brings her by Pizza in like the little coda at the end of the episode. He's like, "Hey guys, this is my this is my date. This is Nancy."
0: <laughs> and and then Daffy hands her the business card. It's like, "Let me know if you want to fix all of that." <laughs> and somehow Daffy is now sassier than before.
1: <laughs> Daffy Duck, uh, wizard, cosmetologist, sass master.
0: Sass master. Bass master.
1: All right. Our next episode is from season two. And this was a show that when I was watching it, I, I felt like the initial episodes like took a little while to find their footing and get going, but they hit a point at, at, at some point, and then it just got better and better. <laughs> like, yeah, this was a show that continued very strongly. Yeah, season two, I, I think were
0: probably, these next two were liked much more than that first one.
1: Mm-hmm. This is uh, season two, episode four, Rebel Without a Glove. And this starts with Porky helping Daffy work on his parade float car. Like, just handing him tools while he's underneath the thing. And Porky is talking about how he's going back to school so that he has a fallback for his catering business. Yeah. I love how these characters, like they've got such larger than life personalities, but their actual day-to-day professions and events are like so normal. (laughs) Yeah, like catering business, newscaster. I don't remember what Speedy Gonzales did before, but now he's just like a mild-mannered restaurateur.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like the... Uh, I'm going to break the, the plot for this episode because I read the synopsis yeah. and took this note. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but in this episode, Bugs loses his gloves. You know? Yeah. The gloves that he's wearing always as a character design. Mm. And I really like this idea. And it reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of that episode of Adventure Time where the deer removes its hooves and it has fingers yes! underneath. Yes! Yes! That's what it felt like.
1: I love any cartoon that addresses that they are wearing gloves. It's the best part of an extremely goofy movie.
0: <laughs> What's under here?
1: Why do we wear these? But yeah, Daffy is wearing Bugs' gloves as like his mechanic gloves. And they're covered in grease and he tries to wash them and they come out and they're, they've are they all shrunken. And Bugs is really upset and, and Daffy's like, why do you even wear gloves? And Bug says, because I've always worn them. It's who I am. And he points at Daffy's like sort of white collar around his neck. He's like, well, why do you wear that thing? And Daffy is a flashback to being a little duck. And he's watching his, his grandmother get ready for some fancy event. She's all dolled up and she takes out this pearl choker and puts it around her neck. And little Daffy says, "Grandmummy, one day when I'm grown, will you give me your pearls? And then it cuts out of the flashback and it's Taffy talking to Bugs and he says, I wear this for medical reasons.
0: <laughs> I also wrote that down verbatim.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's maybe the best joke. I think about this joke like once a month.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, while, while Bugs is storming around the house, he opens the dryer and it's just like a mountain of tiny little gloves. <laughs> tiny. It's... it's it's like when spongebob goes to glove world and all the candies are yes
1: gloves. yes it's like
0: that scale and while he's doing this is bugs says like something offhand like no wonder with a name like that you do stuff like this and daffy's like what do you mean and he's like go google it so daffy <laughs> looks up his name he's like oh daffy uh, crazy uh, like upsetting like haywire
1: Yeah, foolish, insane, brainless, crazy. And he's like, that's why people have been treating me like this my whole life. It certainly can't be because of my manner or anything I've done. It's because of my name.
0: I'm being prejudiced against.
1: (laughs) Bugs, without his gloves, he doesn't just lose his sense of self himself as bugs bunny he loses any sense of how to be a person like he shows up later at pizza reba and somebody's like the bugs you said you'd be here like a couple hours ago and he's like yeah i i don't know i just got lost and he's outside like trying to pull a bush door for several minutes
0: yeah he's his like his uh what do you call these the things by the the nose for cats whiskers whiskers his wi- yes yeah his, his his whiskers are all like wavy and like the hair on top of his ears is frayed <laughs> and he's just like it looks like he's like shaking kind of as yeah, he's walking he's, around
1: he's utterly dilapidated as a being yeah that's what happens yeah. when he doesn't have gloves uh and he, later he goes to the store like he was like some he was like the gap or something and he's talking yeah. to the store clerk and she says I, i'm afraid we don't carry white gloves for men anymore He's like, we why? Carrying,
0: yeah, we stopped carrying them because it's not the
1: 1800s. <laughs> so Bugs goes out and does that. And Porky uh, takes Daffy to the bookstore and he gets him a book of line. baby Nate.
0: Hmm? Yeah, I love this and
1: line. C- yeah, because Daffy has decided, I'm changing my name. I don't want to be Daffy anymore. So Porky brings him this book and Daffy says... <laughs> These are all baby names. I don't want people thinking I'm a baby.
0: (laughs) Maybe my favorite line from what we watched. Very good.
1: And then Porky follows that up by saying, that's when people usually get their names. I like that usually in there. That's very conscientious. (laughs) Yeah, Porky's very polite. And then... And Daffy's like, you don't know what it's been like being named Daffy your whole life. You, you got off easy, and Porky's like, my name is Porky Pig. And Daffy's like, well, y- you could change your name too. You'd make a good John. John Pig. Strong.
0: <laughs> Strong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he could be called Mr. Pork. He doesn't choose that option.
0: Isn't that what I called him in a previous <laughs> right. episode? See,
1: you forgot his name and called him Mr. Pork. Yeah, that's Mr. Pork. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't choose that. No, I'm glad Porky is comfortable in his skin, and he doesn't feel like he also needs to change his name.
0: Yeah. Uh, so while they're in the library, uh, Porky sees his. He's like, "Oh, there's my political science teacher," and runs mm-hmm. over and starts chatting with him. And he's like, "Hello, Professor. Whatever it is, Professor. Hello." And Mm -hmm. Dabby takes a second, like, hmm, Professor. Now, that's a name (laughs) that, you know, entitles respect. So he changes his name to Professor. And for the rest (laughs) of my notes, he is Professor.
1: Right, yeah, Prof Duck. Meanwhile, uh, Bugs gets fingerless leather gloves and somebody's asking him why and he's like it was all they had oh he's he's talking to Daffy he's like why'd you get fingerless leather gloves and Bug says it was all they had now thanks to you I'm this guy <laughs> and this transforms his character he becomes this like 1960s cautionary tale film biker brute he says I think I'm gonna go get a tattoo
0: yeah, he gets a tattoo, he gets a motorcycle. The tattoo is like a carrot, but like where like the green plant would be, it's just a green flame, which is yes.
1: pretty sick. <laughs> It's cool. He's like, "I'm going to get a tattoo. I don't know. I just feel like it."
0: <laughs> At one point he gets called Thugs Bunny and I like that yes. we just had a, a complete <laughs> switch of like now Professor Duck and Thugs Bunny. <laughs>
1: Uh, Daffy is driving Porky to college. Uh, 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 uh,
0: uh, professor is driving. Porky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He <laughs> changed his name. We have to respect it. Professor, is being and, a good friend for once and driving yeah, Porky to school. And
1: and Porky does. This is before we see the, the professor introduce himself. And Porky's like, I, you know, that's a title you have to get. But okay, prof- this is my friend, Professor Doc. I guess I'll, inter- I'll call you Professor. Yeah. (laughs) And Porky has been fawning over his political science professor and he's baked him a cake that represents uh, the the judicial system. (laughs) And he brings it to class and the professor's like, great. Is this another cake that somehow represents whatever we talked about in class? Like the professor is done with, with Porky. And he sees Porky address this duck as professor, and he's like, Hey pal, from one professor to another, I gotta get out of here. How about you teach my class? You're surely qualified if you're a professor.
0: So yeah. So professor is all stoked to be su- to be finally someone who's getting asked to do something respectable. Meanwhile, Bugs is getting more and more like hard hard ass and, and <laughs> badass. And He's getting more and more hardened and badass, and he like mm. goes to Pizza Reba and like puts like kicks a customer out of his chair, spins it around, and sits on it backwards and orders Gonzalez <laughs> around. He's like, I don't have to take this. I I can ask you to leave. I I reserve the right to kick you out. And yeah. on his way out, Bugs like spooks Yosemite Sam, and he's like, ah, <laughs> and he, he runs away. <laughs> um, and at one point we get uh Bugs like on his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And he passes by a roadrunner who uh me- meeps and runs ahead. And then yeah. we get a nice little crawl up of the coyote on yeah. his own motorcycle with a rocket attached to it. Yeah. A nice little moment of like Bugs like giving the two finger wave and yep. coyote giving the little wave before Coyote mm-hmm. presses a button and slams into the tunnel wall. <laughs>
1: You uh, know, Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote don't live in, like, the same world as these guys, except for this joke, I think. Uh, some episodes, in addition to them also having that merry melodies, like, music video embedded in the middle, some of them end with a little Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote short in the exact same style as the original ones. Like, it's like a new CGI cartoon. It looks like, it. it looks the way the rest of the show looks, but it's CGI instead of 2D. But it's mm-hmm. the exact same format. It's them silently chasing each other around in the desert. Like they didn't. Uh, that that's not also a sitcom. That is what you remember it to be. Yeah. I've only ever heard Wiley e. Coyote's name in that entirety, and Honestly? he seems separate. He seems separate from the other Looney Tunes. But if it do any of them know him, and do any of them be like, "Oh yeah, that's my friend Wile.
0: So, <laughs> it's my friend Wiley. <laughs> That's a good point. His first name is Wile.
1: Why are there no other Wiles?
0: It's like how you think about how uh, Jeff Bezos' first name is Jeffrey. Uh, <laughs> like, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one calls him Wile. Actually, when I took the notes about Coyote, I just stop and think, like, what is his name? <laughs> I almost I almost had a Mr. Pork moment do, for him.
1: Do uh, His name's is Wile, middle initial E, Coyote. Do you know what the E stands for? Our father deal. taught us this. Oh, he did. Dad taught us.
0: Uh f- No, what a, what a, what lesson did I miss from dad?
1: <laughs> it's Ethelbert. Why? <laughs> I don't know why, but his name's Wild Ethelbert Coyote.
0: Why does dad know that?
1: Um, I I cuz he is a dad. I think uh, upon, upon parenthood you're granted that information.
0: You're I feel like
1: di- <laughs> you, <laughs> you get to pick was- <laughs> eight
0: facts that no one cares about, and you don't get to decide what they are.
1: I have a poignant memory of a sitting in a Ponderosa Steakhouse, and the and the little m- radio stereo in there plays some Elton John song, and Dad's like, "You know that Elton John? That's not his, That wasn't his given name. This is a stage name that he took." And when he took that stage name, he also chose to take a stage middle name. He never uses it, but he decided on it anyway. Now, kids, guess what that is? Just <laughs> He would do this to us all the time, just to yeah. fill time while we were waiting for our food at restaurants. And we guessed a thousand things. And he's like, you'll never guess it. And eventually he's like, guess what? It's Hercules. His name's Elton <laughs> Hercules John. Now eat your baked potatoes, kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta eat your baked potatoes before you can get ice cream.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Professor uh, Duck.
0: I don't remember that at all.
1: I have a lot of memories like this. Uh, speaking of, of Tina working in a copy shop, I have an important copy shop memory. We're waiting at like a Kinko's for dad to get something for work. And he we're like playing guessing games with him. And I remember asking him, like we were playing I Spy and you know, pointing at colors and things. And I asked him, dad, what's your favorite color? And he says, clear
0: I, <laughs> I do remember that. That is such a dad answer. Right.
1: <laughs> we could do an entire episode of dad anecdotes.
0: We got to get Tim on for that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Welcome to the Dad Hour. This is our favorite TV show. It's Dad.
0: <laughs> anyway, back back to Looney Tunes. Uh,
1: Pro- Professor Duck is teaching the class, and he's like, "Okay, uh, we're talking about the the cabinet." this week well uh this is what would i think the president's cabinet is made out of he treats it like a literal cabinet and he's like what's inside the cabinet who knows but i bet it's probably a portal
0: (laughs) and he does this very like very dead poet society where he's like very charming (laughs) yes and he's like he's like wearing like the the turtleneck and like the elbow patched jacket and stuff like that the tweed jacket
1: Mm-hmm. He's got little
0: classes. Uh and he's really like playing the role. And while he's teaching this class, uh the now Thug's bunny Yeah rolls up into the parking lot and starts doing donuts mm-hmm. on his motorcycle in the parking <laughs> lot. And then Daffy opens the window and he's like, Hooligan! Hooligan! <laughs> like, get out of here! I love- some people just- some people chose to do something with their lives. <laughs>
1: They've fallen into an abs. They've fallen wordlessly into this role reversal where they're suddenly a very different kind of antagonist to each other.
0: Yeah, they almost kind of switched positions, like switched (laughs) positions in what the other would have been doing. Yes, and it's I don't know. It's it's a it's very like with that nice moment in a movie where a teacher has a great relation with a troubled kid, a troubled youth. Yes. Yeah, because at That's... this point, we, I think we cut to a uh, professor at home, and mm-hmm. he's like, he's reviewing test papers, and he's like, there's not enough writing on this. And he's like, how about a uh, uh, circle this, underline <laughs> this, ah, uh, and a frowny face. Much better. Good, better <laughs> luck next time, Meredith. Uh, and Bugs walks in uh, like a, like a troubled youth. Throws his motorcycle helmet on on the couch, uh, up like takes the record that was playing, throws Mm. it in the trash, puts on a metal one, and like puts his legs up and like puts his hands behind his head and like relaxes. Yeah, (laughs) and then Professor like takes the record off and like goes up to him like, and they have like the nice little like, you can't keep doing this. Like you have potential here, and it's just like from this point on, full like. They're in this role and they're not going coming
1: back. It's just stand and deliver for the whole third act. Yeah. We catch up with Lola and Lola goes over to her parents' house. She has these sort of rich parents. Her dad is voiced by uh, John O'Hurley. Always good to hear. And she's over there to do her laundry she has her own apartment and her parents are like, why aren't you doing your laundry at your apartment? She's like, Oh, those machines take coins. And I used all my coins to make this shirt. And she holds up like a chain mail shirt with just a bunch of quarters attached to each other.
0: <laughs> and then she throws it in the dryer and it starts. <laughs> and she's like, mom, I think there's something wrong with your dryer.
1: <laughs> and, uh, Bugs rolls up in his motorcycle and the dad's having none of it, even though Lola is an adult. And he's yelling at her like, I I won't have that thugs bunny on my property. And he yells at Lola, go to your room. And she's like, I don't even live here anymore. Then go to your old room that your mother turned into a scrapbooking room.
0: And she has this whole time. Lola has these like very like exaggerated faces, like Mm -hmm. big eyes crying. And, like, she sees Thugs from the window, and she's, like, has this exaggerated face of, like, holding back tears Well, she's, mm-hmm. like, I want to go with you. Uh, and Thugs is, like, I'll, I'll be back, babe, and, like, takes off. <laughs> and at this point, I think Professor, when he was talking to Thugs, was, like, hey, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a way for you to, like, turn yourself around. I'm teaching class, 8 a.m., Come on by. You can you can turn yourself around, and he's like, mm-hmm. maybe I'll think about it. And then eight AM rolls around, and he waits, and he doesn't show up by the bell. And he's like, okay, I think everyone's here. And then thugs comes in. And he's like, room for one more. And he's <laughs> he's like, always. <laughs> and it, they're leaving uh, class, and it, and professor's like don't forget about your studies. Keep up with it. And he's like, thanks, thanks old man. Oh, I really learned a lot today. And Porky walks up, he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's like Bugs this isn't like you you're not a biker Taffy I know you changed your name to professor but you are not a professor you're not qualified to have been teaching my political studies class he like rips off Bugs' gloves he rips off the elbow patches from the professor jacket and then they both just like snap back to themselves
0: (laughs) (laughs) professor's like did you get a tattoo? he's like yeah
1: (laughs) This does disappear. This is, I it could be a continuity mistake. Could be because uh, maybe they're like, oh, Bugs has the money. Bugs could yeah. pay to have a really clean tattoo re- removal.
0: Yeah. And so we get like a little epilogue of uh, Lola, like the next day, like ready to go join thugs, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is just bugs now again. Uh, yeah. He never, like, wearing, he never, he like, never
1: changed his name to thugs bunny, but like that's what Lola's dad yells at him
0: yeah so that's that's so good uh and yeah lola's parents were like remember when we were young and they're mm-hmm. like mm. and so when lola's like i'm leaving they're like go have fun darling and she <laughs> walks out and it's just regular bugs bunny in front of his little like kia soul
1: um, <laughs> and lola's okay. all dressed for motorcycling she's wearing her quarter shirt
0: yeah and she's like I think this was when she was talking to her parents. She's like, we're going to go join a motorcycle gang and have a bunch of motorcycle babies. <laughs> but yeah, and she's like, oh, well, what happened to your bike? And it's like, oh, I sold it to Tina. And then we get this nice little shot of Tina mm. rolling up to pick uh, Professor up. And he <laughs> he has, he's like putting the pearls on. He's like, thanks, Grandmama. And he puts on <laughs> these like pearlescent gloves too that Lola gave him. Earlier yeah. the, in the episode, uh, and he just hops on the bike, and they go away like a nice little couple. And then they at are. the end of the episode, at the end of the episode, uh, Daffy has changed his name back to Professor. So
1: mm. no, he changed his name back to Daffy.
0: Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. changed his name back. To right, Daffy.
1: You know, so we can keep using those business cards.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that that was, I think, maybe my favorite episode because of how what, what was going on.
1: I do love how he completely switches genres. Yeah. So loyally and, and Porky's yelling at the genre switch. Like I don't know why this is happening. I want to get back to normal.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would probably watch that episode again. All right. Last episode is Dear John. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we start with another like cold open skit of yes. Daffy calling 911. 911 firefighters arrive. Pull into the house, and they're like, "What's the emergency?" And he's like, "Open this," and he holds out a can of <laughs> tuna, <laughs> and then it, and then that's pretty much the gag, and then the intro starts. Um,
1: yeah, and like later, I think Bugs is yelling at him f- about it, and he's like, "Why'd you call nine And Daffy's like, "Because I called you, I called Tina, and I called Porky, and none of you would come over and do it."
0: Yeah, I think at one point they say he's called nine one one four times in the last two weeks. And it's all for like, I'm in the shower. Can you grab that towel? Can you grab the remote? Uh, yeah. Like uh, little will, stuff. You,
1: will you read me a bedtime story? And like, <laughs> there's one shot of these firefighters standing in the living room while he's standing in front of the mirror getting ready to go out. And he's like, scarf or no scarf? <laughs> yeah. The main plot of this episode begins with uh, Bugs and Lola at the movies. And they're watching some romantic drama, and like this man walks into a room, picks up a piece of paper, and this woman says in voiceover, Dear Edmund, I'm leaving you. The end. Not a well-paced movie. Yeah. And Lola is crying and saying, I don't get it. And Bug says, Why are you crying then? She says, I always cry when I'm confused. She's like, What what was the meaning of that letter? And Bug says, It's called a Dear John letter, and she's like, His name is Edmund. And Bug says, no, it's called a Dear John letter when somebody ends a relationship with a note instead of face to face.
0: Which I'd never heard of before.
1: I'd heard that term before.
0: What is that from?
1: Uh, I don't know, life, war. I, I probably learned it from like a country song.
0: <laughs> Fair. I've God. never been
1: to a war. <laughs> I've barely been to a life.
0: <laughs> I pray you never get to go to a war. I, I sure hope not. Yeah. But yeah, so while uh, while they're learning about this, and in the movie theaters, was like I'm going to watch this movie again now that I know what's going on. Right. Uh, and we, we cut over to uh, Daffy complaining to Porky about the 911 calls. Yeah. And Porky's like, "Well, you can't expect uh, you can't expect first responders to do everything you need for them. There's a lot of pay that they don't get into. Uh, there's a lot of like tax fees that aren't paid up in full." And mm-hmm. Davy's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm on the city council. Like, I know these things. <laughs> and Debbie's like, you're on the city council? He's like, yeah, three terms. <laughs> Which I love for Porky, that he's been doing this this whole time. <laughs> he's just been on the city council.
1: <laughs> Porky's a good citizen. He yeah. It seems like the two of them keep hanging out and there's this running joke that for as much time as they spend together, they've zero in common. And (laughs) Porky just keeps talking and Daffy doesn't listen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which we've learned from Daffy in the first episode we watched when he didn't listen to Tina.
1: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, there's some bit about how Daffy tried to open that tuna can by microwaving it and he broke the microwave. So Bugs is like, okay, I've got to get the microwave f- fixed. And he asks Speedy, uh, "Don't you have like this repairman that you use at the restaurant?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, John is great. I'll give you his number. He'll drop by. Just leave a note on the thing that's broken." So Bugs leaves a note on the microwave that says, "Dear John, this isn't working, Bugs." Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was. This all pays out. I love how this narrative, like lays out all of these dominoes to then fall over perfectly into a comedy design
0: yeah lola comes over having uh seen finished the movie and she's like i I laughed last time, uh this time uh, <laughs> and she like is getting something out of the fridge and she sees the note and she's like oh no and she like goes to leave uh meanwhile right. daffy is
1: yeah because the way he did and explained it. Uh, she thinks that in her mind any letter that starts with Dear John is a Dear John letter.
0: Yeah. Because of course she does. Yes. Yeah. Meanwhile, Daffy and Tina are out on a date and yeah. he's like, she's like, you didn't book an appointment like, an, an appointment? A reservation? A reservation? Got... <laughs> Not an appointment. Uh, <laughs> I got a dinner appointment. I have to eat by eight. <laughs> uh, and he pulls the maitre d aside he's like I know someone on the city council and is able to get a table and he starts like bending people over mm. backwards because he has in- connections uh, and then I think we cut to Lola in her yeah. apartment uh, Yeah, she's... she's packing bags and she's like mm. I-, I don't want to be in my own apartment that's full of things that remind me of him
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so she's got her bags packed she's moving out she's a very cute apartment I don't know why she would want to leave. But she's tr- moving all her stuff out and then this little cockroach tries to like get in the door and she's like, ah, no, no. And she like stops it and she's like, even if I'm not living here, I don't want this place infected with like cockroaches and spiders and flies. There's no insects allowed in here. It's still my property. So she leaves and she puts a note on the door that says, dear bugs, I don't ever want to see you again. Yeah. And we see her write this. We see her write this, and then later, when Bugs finds the letter and reads it, we get Lola's voiceover. And the way Kristen Wiig reads, I don't ever want to see you again! <laughs> it's... <laughs> yeah. God, it's, it's been living in my head since like 2013. <laughs> it's good.
0: Uh, so yeah, that's happening, and Bugs is shook. And mm-hmm. we cut over to Porky and Daffy. They're talking about this while playing basketball. Like, they're always at the basketball court when they're talking. And mm. Daffy is just reputably bad at basketball. Like, he just keeps missing, shooting and uh-huh. missing, and he gets it wedged between, like, the rim and the backboard. Uh, and Porky's like, you've been using my name to bribe people over town. And I, you, you can't keep doing this. People are going to think that if I'm, I'm bribeable that I can't get reelected. And Def is like, fine, fine. So he runs for he runs for city council. <laughs> right. He's like, if, you, if you're not going to give me your perks, I'll give them myself, and I'll run a smear campaign against you.
1: <laughs> right? It's like Porky Pig voted against increasing trash pickup. Isn't that exactly what you'd expect from a pig?
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's crudely that. drawn picture.
1: Yeah, it's the mean, deep voice of political commercials. And Porky's so mad, and Daffy's like, first you don't want people to. First, you don't want me telling people you're my friend. Now, you don't want me telling them that you're my enemy."
0: Talk about a flip flop.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah, <Uh-oh>, Daffy's <laughs> running for city council. Meanwhile, mm. Lola joins a monastery. We we cut from her leaving her apartment. And the next time we see her, she's at a monastery in the mountains Mm. and she's just talking to this like monk at a desk in the monastery (laughs) at like the head office or wherever. Yeah. Uh, Like, what can I do? Like, I need to be like in somewhere where I can like be at peace and not think about bugs anymore. And he's like, I got just the thing, vow of silence. And she's like, are, uh, are we sure that's the only way? Uh, and he's like, yep. Uh, she's like, what if I What if I talk really quietly? Like, nope, nope, silence. And he's like, how about, how about this quietly? And he's like, no, 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 silence. And so she like lets out a big gibberish yell. And he's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, uh, and I've got it Yeah, my system. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we cut to Elmer Fudd, the news reporter now. Yeah. Uh, and he promotes that Daffy won the election. He's on yeah. the city council now. And we get uh, we get to his first board like city council like meeting, mm-hmm. and it's it looks like how it would look on the TV. It's a bunch of people up on a very tall desk with their plaques yeah. placard names in front of them, uh, talking about very boring things. Granny comes up and talks about the paint that is paint the paint that is used to paint the numbers for her address on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the clock ticks by, and she's talking about this for five hours. Uh, <laughs> and then Daffy is... And then uh, they're like, okay, on to new business. And they start talking <laughs> about the difference between speed bumps and speed humps. Uh, and Daffy throws a big, like, not like tantrum, but like, just makes a big scene. Like, yeah. I can't believe you guys would let her talk for so long you're getting nothing done. I'm out of here. Th- this this needs to change, or I'm done, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and storms out. Uh, and while, D- while Daffy's on his way home, Bugs uh, sees the letter, hands it to Daffy, explains what's happening, and just leaves. <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs>
1: There's he's nothing gone. here for me anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's he leaves like like Fry in Bender's Big Score. Where yes! he's like, He's got, like, the ship captain hat and, like, a very, like, heavy jacket and coats on him and, like, a big duffel bag. And he's like, all right, I can't stand it here anymore. I (laughs) got to leave.
1: I I want to mention two things briefly. The name of their town is Royal Oaks, Glen Oaks, Oakwood Oaks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not the combination of several towns. That's one
1: word. I think that's... Like, one word. That's the name of their mall. I don't think they go to the mall in these episodes, but there's other ones where they do. And it's, yeah, Royal Oaks, Glen Oaks, Oakwood Oaks Mall. I That's think that great. might be their town. I don't when know. They
0: said, when they said that in the meeting, I thought they were like a, a conglomeration of all these different towns.
1: I, I always see those names together. I think all of that is the singular community. And Daffy, uh, one of the reasons he leaves, in addition to being bored and fed up with this, is that he wants to go watch his favorite TV show, Off-Duty Cop. And he's like, I can't record it because I broke the DVR trying to open a can of tuna.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So
1: Bugs leaves to become a longshoreman and and Daffy, uh, he storms out of that meeting and he's like, I hated that job. I think now that I've stormed out, they won't want me back. But it turns out that somebody took a video of him doing that. And it's like, this video went viral. The people love you. You're really the voice of the people. Like, you don't stand for any bureaucracy. And he's like, oh, no, they love me.
0: And then we get a title card one year later. (laughs) Yes. I was not expecting that. Yes! (laughs)
1: Yes! <laughs> what, what, what a narrative turn for the episode to take.
0: Yeah, it has been a year since all these events took place. Daffy is running ragged, being on the city council. He hates it there still. Uh, <laughs> Lola, Lola is uh, done with her year of silence. Uh, and she uh, gets done. He's like, "What? you've had a year to think about it. What's the first thing you want to say? And she says, I miss Bugs and leaves and then yeah. makes that loud gibberish noise again. Mm. Uh, and meanwhile, Bugs is like a ship captain and he's like sailing <laughs> in the sea in the rain.
1: Yeah, he's gone uh, full Willem Defoe in the lighthouse out there.
0: Absolutely.
1: And we see uh the Lola jet ski up to Bugs' boat in the middle of a storm. And they explain like, No, I didn't leave that Dear John letter for you. That was the repairman. And Lola says, why would you break up with the repairman? Yeah. (laughs) And then Daffy is so fed up with being the city councilman and he can't get out of it. It's like, no, Daffy, the people love everything they do, everything you do. like They want to pass a new bill that will make your position uh, without any term limits so you can be a city councilman the rest of your life. So Daffy decides to fake his own death to get out of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it cuts to a news report of his parade car just sinking in the <laughs> lake. And yeah. then we're fine, like, explaining what's happening.
1: It appears uh, that he is dead.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then I think before we get our last like end cap to the episode, yeah. we get another yeah. Merry Melodies
1: yeah, this is a number featuring Mac and Tosh, who I don't is really it, remember from Looney is it Mac Tunes. And Tosh?
0: They say Mac, their names are, 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 are Tosh and Chum. They,
1: they call they call each other Chum, but his name isn't Chum. The, their names are Mac and Tosh.
0: I never hear him said the word Mac. I
1: I don't, I think I remember it from our other episodes. They're these two cute little dapper little chipmunks who are very polite and like very very close. And the song is called Drifting Apart, and it's about how they've forgotten like menial details of each other's lives. Like, do you want a soda? Oh, no, I don't like carbonated drinks. How How could I have forgotten that? I don't think we're really <laughs> friends. Yeah. It, it's like, I, without you in my life, you know, what am I? We went and we did these beautiful things, but I got one detail wrong, and I think that means we don't really love each other. And at the end of the number... They're like, well, yeah, I, oh God, I have a, yeah. I've got, I have to go. I've got tickets for Michael Bublé, and the other one's like, well, I've got backstage passes for Michael Bublé, and then they go to the Michael Bublé concert, <laughs> and it ends with like a photo of Michael Bublé that they do like crude paper cut animation onto like wink, and it says yeah. with love Bublé written across the screen.
0: Yeah, I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we uh, we cut back to uh, <laughs> to Daffy still failing to play basketball, uh, <laughs> and the ball like jumps out of the park and it goes to a, it rolls up to a statue of Daffy, and mm-hmm. he's like, "That was a great man," and he just like, walks away. <laughs> I think that was the end of the episode. Yeah, the coders.
1: Daffy build, they built a statue of Daffy, and he just continues to live. In a town where there's a statue of him acting like yep. that is a separate person.
0: It's a big statue, too. It's like probably bigger than Balto.
1: Oh, definitely bigger than Balto. No, maybe not quite as tall as the statue of St. Louis here in our town, St. Louis, but mm-hmm. it's tall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not arch tall, but. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that was the Looney Tunes show. Mm hmm. Mel, uh, thank you for recommending this. I really enjoyed this.
1: Yeah, I, this is a show I've looked back on fondly. It's such an odd concept for like new Looney Tunes cartoons, but they they really found a way to make it work. It's like really great just for any medium, for any genre, like solid comedy writing. I like the performances a lot. And I, I wanted to do something to honor uh, the, uh, Space Jam, The Legacy Continues, Space Jam: Back <laughs> to the Legacy, whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: what it is. <laughs> Nailed it in one.
1: And I, th- and I thought I thought we should definitely do something Looney Tunes. And I thought about like Lunatics Unleashed, the weird like <laughs> grim dark <clears throat> action adventure cyber cartoon. But I thought you know what, this show it, it's underrated. Nobody really talks about it. I think it's really strong. Why don't I give the people what I think is I mean, it's hard to say the best Looney Tunes content because the original stuff is you know, pretty classic. But here, here, enjoy, enjoy some Looney Tunes content that is unusual but very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was very good. And we'll, that's not to say we'll never do Lunatics Unleashed, but we. Oh it's, yeah, it's it's coming at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think this episode will be airing at, at the end of July. I want to say, or maybe mm. maybe later. Actually, I'm not sure.
1: We um, might miss it by a couple weeks, but hopefully, you know the, the thing will be on HBO Max for a month. You know, yeah. Space Jam Legacy Two will, st- will still be <laughs> continuing. It'll be in people's minds.
0: Space Jam Legacy Two: The Search for Curly's Gold. <laughs>
1: <See>? <laughs> Battle of the Smithsonian.
0: Battle of the Smithsonian: The Basian Adventure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, Mel, you picked Loon Tune Show. So, I did. It's my turn to pick what we're watching next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel,
1: yes. Do you remember Jetix? I I do remember it. It was like a block of cartoons, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. its own individual program.
0: Yeah, it was a block of cartoons on what would become Disney XD if it wasn't right. Disney XD already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you want to know what the show I remember most from Jetix?
1: What was it?
0: Uh, next time we'll be watching Oban star racers.
1: What? Star racers. I barely remember this.
0: Good. It was a weird pod racing show.
1: (gasps) Oh, it's another French Japanese production.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just another like space pod racing show and it's really cute. And I think about it all the time and I wish I could watch all of it. Uh, but yeah, I found some episodes that we can where we can watch them. We're watching episodes one, three, and nine of the first season. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll send you those and we'll uh, tune in for that next time.
1: Uh, awesome. Yeah.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. If you would like to help out the show at all, you can do so by sending us recommendations for shows or movies to watch. You can send those recommendations to saturdaymopod at gmail.com or you can tweet at us or direct message us on Twitter at saturdaymopod. If you'd like to help us out with a rating, you could give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us a screenshot of that review and we'll read it on air. Uh, Yeah, that really helps people find the show and it it would mean a lot to us. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much. If you'd like to find me on internet, I am at (laughs) jamdolk on Twitter. Mel?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcasts on the Whatnots Network. You can hear me every week on The Review Show, a book club-style media discussion show, and The Captain's Log, which is uh, off-topic nonsense. And then uh, also I'm on periodically on the Reactor Core feed, which is a a periodic feed. We talk about brand-new blockbuster movies or new streaming shows as they release. So we've been covering... Oh, I guess by the time this episode comes out, we've already been able to talk about Loki and Black Widow.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, tune in for that. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, relax, kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday.
1: Daffy? What's up? Where are my gloves? Oh, I washed them. Why would you wash them? Because they were covered in grease and oil. You're welcome. My gloves are dry clean only. I said I was sorry. No, you didn't. Look, let's not split hairs. Why do you even wear gloves? Because I've always worn them. It's who I am. Why do you wear that thing around your neck?
0: Grandmummy, one day when I'm grown, will you give me your pearls?
1: I wear this for medical reasons.